What's up, everybody? I'm officially live. About to take you on a journey because I'm actually really fucking lazy right now and I don't want to do a podcast old style. So uh, I'm just doing it live because it's way crazier and I feel like the uh, the urge to fucking... I got to freestyle this as I go for you guys. But yeah, welcome to Maine if you're watching me from around the world. I don't know where you're watching, if you're watching at all. But um, I'm going to take you guys on a fucking journey. Because I feel like there's no public dialogue for the type of things that I talk about. At least not in mainstream media. Like, you're just not getting it. You might get it in movies or alternative sources. Maybe a fucking book or something like that. But there just isn't a dialogue going for these type of things in society. And I feel like that there needs to be. You know, like, if there isn't a fucking... Somebody talking about these things, then how is anybody else supposed to think about these things? There's got to be a dude out there talking about it for people, you know, to listen. If you build it, they will come. It's just one of those things in life. And I feel like... Um, Overall, that if we're all kind of striving towards doing what we ultimately want to be doing in life, then we're all going to be helping each other. You know, nobody wants to fucking do what they don't want to do. But sometimes we have to do things we don't want to do so that way we can do the things that we do want to do. But um, regardless of any of that shit, dude, I'm about to show you guys some crazy shit and let's go on this journey of psychedelics and philosophy. So, this if is you the first have movie. the power to dream at night any dream you wanted to dream. And you would, of course, be able to alter your time sense and slip, say, 75 years of subjective time into eight hours of sleep. You would, I suppose, start out by fulfilling all your wishes. You could design for yourself what would be the most ecstatic life love affairs, banquets, dancing girls, Ooh. wonderful journeys, uh, gardens, music beyond belief. And then after a couple of months of this sort of thing at 75 years a night, you'll be getting a little uh, taste for something different. And uh, you would move over to an adventurous dimension where there were certain dangers involved and the thrill of dealing with dangers. And you could rescue princesses from dragons and go on dangerous journeys. Make wonderful explosions and blow them up. Eventually get into contest with enemies. Just keep following me. There's a fucking point to this. You'll think up a new wrinkle. To forget that you were dreaming. So that you would think it was all for real. And to be anxious about it. Because it'd be so great when you woke up. And then you'd say, well... Like children who dare each other on things, how far out could you get? What could you take? What dimension of being lost, of abandonment of your power, what dimension of that could you stand? You could ask yourself this because you know you'd eventually wake up. And after you'd gone on doing this, you see, for some time, you would suddenly find yourself sitting around in this room with all your personal involvements, problems, etc., uh, talking with me. How do you know that that's not what you're doing? Could be. 
Because after all, what would you do if you were God? If you were what there is, the self. In the Upanishads, the basic texts of Hinduism, one of them starts out saying, in the beginning was the self. And looking around, it said, I am. And thus it is that everyone to this day, when asked who is there, says it is I. If you were God, and in the sense that you knew everything, you would be bored. Because if looking at it from another way, we push technology to its furthest possible development, and we had, instead of a dial telephone on one's desk, a more complex system of buttons, and one touch would give you anything you wanted. Aladdin's lamp. You would eventually have to introduce a button labeled surprise. <laughs> because all perfectly known futures, as I pointed out, are past. They have happened, virtually. It is only the true future is a surprise. So if you were God, you would say to yourself, man, get lost. That's some shit. Yeah, so I guess overall, I mean, the biggest thing, I know after watching that, some of you guys are like, what the fuck does that even mean? What is, what does that, how that apply to me? Or if you jumped in like halfway through, I completely understand you like, all right, what the fuck was that? But basically, uh, that's Alan wants, and he's oh, I do shit, what I sorry. want. I guess this guy does what he wants. And you know what? Not in my podcast. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, basically he's just trying to outline the fact that, like, we could all be dreaming, this could be the big dream, and it's it's kind of interesting, I guess, that, um, from his point of view, he basically posits that, say, you could sleep as fucking long as you wanted, you could dream forever, you know, like, in one night, you're sleeping 85 years subjectively to you, what would you do with those 85 years of experience in a night, like, and if you could do anything you wanted, even, you had the powers of God, so you're sleeping 85 years a night, and each one of those 85 years, you have absolute control. You can do whatever the fuck you want. And then he just basically gets to this point where it's like, all right, you can do what you want. You go have all the parties. You have all the love affairs. You go do all the crazy battles. You have the power. You have the adventures. You, you keep crossing over into more dangerous and dangerous rounds because you're able to push yourself further and further out of your comfort zone. Eventually, he says, what if we get to a point where... You're just bored of all that. You want to give it up. You've seen it. You've done it. It's boring. If you were all there was in life, God, then why the fuck would... You would be bored. You'd be chilling by yourself. So why wouldn't you want to be in this? It's just an interesting... You know, it's, It comes from Hinduism and things like that. But um, I don't know. I recommend to anybody, if they're really interested in um, personal reflection or just uh, learning about existential type of subjects or Alan Watts. He's just a very spiritual dude. You can find fucking tons of hours of his shit online and it's amazing. I've sat there for hours just fucking blazed off my gourd and just fucking listening to him talk. And, like, it's just like how I'm talking right now. Like, you don't have to believe anything I'm saying. You don't have to agree with anything I'm saying. I'm just a man talking. 
if uh, stuff I say resonates with you, that's great. If it conflicts with your life or whatever, you know, that is what it is. But, like, that's my truth and that is your truth and they come into confliction somehow. Or they might come into harmony. So, like, when I listen to him, I'm like, dude, I really uh, I understand what that guy's talking about. And, you know, and you don't have to trip. You don't have to do psychedelics or anything like that to really come to the understandings that he's talking about. He's trying to teach you that through learning and applying oneself and being aware of not only the things that are happening to you, the lessons you're learning, uh, everything from your environment, your childhood, whatever it is, you got to take all that into account to grow. And like some people find that path through maybe, you know, smoking marijuana, doing psychedelics. I don't believe that you have to do any type of stimulant to either come to the realizations or conclusions that these yogis and rishis and all these people in India come to, or anybody anywhere where you get this feeling of enlightenment or more knowledge to give to others. It doesn't come directly as a result of an external sim. Well, it does, you know, your environment, your learning shit, but I just meant more in the form of a drug. But can it? For sure. Do I advocate it? Definitely not. But if you're going to do it, you can do what you can do, I guess. But, you know, I'm not here to be talking about drugs. I'm here to be talking about just personal growth and seeking to do better and want to do better. And um, when I hear shit like that, it's very, uh, you know, outside the box. It's like, how does any of that apply to me? You know, all right, I'm dreaming every night, 85 years. What does that even mean? Well, okay. Well, for me, you know, I think of it in kind of a weird, you know, sense. Like, if this really is all infinite and eternal, I've probably already done this before. And it's just this idea that if you are the self or the isle that exists, God, and, I mean, we all are, you know, it would be very egoical to assume, like, I personally, Michael Jordan, the ego, is what there is. No. But, like, that's all flesh and things, but, like, the uh, the underlining eye, the, the one that is aware of the one speaking, the, uh, the watcher through the eyes, this thing that is your soul that is experiencing through your eyes, like, it is the eye, the self, you know, which we all have, because we all are that. But, um, I don't know how to describe it. These topics get really tricky. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Overall, my biggest thing with the whole Alan Watts thing is, like, he's a, a great visionary, but I can see, like, for the average per not average person, for the person who's less involved in spiritual pursuits or uh, less interested in those type of pursuits or maybe more material, or by material I don't mean it in a negative sense, like you're materialistic, I mean it just like you're more hands-on or maybe you're more of a doer than a thinker, and there's clearly those people out there, like I know myself, I'm a thinker, like I love to think, I love, I'm, you know, I might not, I'm not like a hands-on construction type dude, like I've done stuff like that, do I like it? No. But I have friends that love that shit, like just operating heavy fucking equipment, like, and that's what they do. But um, coming to your own understanding of like who you are and applying that from the lessons that you're learning is kind of hard. And that's why I feel like people like Al Watts, and I know I tangent a lot here, so I'm trying to keep on a thought track. But um, Alan Watts is an interesting cat just because he talks about a lot of, um, I guess, existential. He's all about any life after death or getting us to realize in life that... What happens after we die is just life again. It's just basically getting you to try to wake up through uh, teachings. You know, his teachings all, obviously, his personal teachings stimulate from his own use of, like, psychedelics and meditations and all this stuff. And like I said, you don't have to go down that route. You know, I did personally because I, I believe that it is something that helps you open the door, but it is not, it's a crutch if something that you relied upon. Because it's just one of those things in life where if you can't make a connection to something without needing something to make that connection for you, the middleman, then you, you don't contrive any power or control that object or external thing does. 
And it's learning how to have your own connection to the divine without a fucking pope or a priest or a drug or anything, you know. And I don't know. I just think life's interesting. But uh, anyways, to ramble on to another topic. <sighs> I don't even know how to start with this one. but So I see uh, the other day, obviously, we have like the current problem right now seems to be with the police shooting people. And that's a very, very, very broad and general statement, first off. But, like, obviously in news lately, we've seen, everybody's seen, oh my god, this guy got shot. Oh, I mean, it's very horrible. But I feel like when these things do go down, we get these weird, weird polarizations with people where everybody just, you know, starts fucking, oh, well, the police officers are at fault. And then you have, like, other people being, well, if he didn't, he wasn't a gangbanger, you know, and you just have all these wild accusations being thrown around, or at least on my, like, news feed. And obviously this is subjective to my own friend group. But uh, I'm very, very, uh, I don't know what the word is, like I don't pick sides and things normally, I just observe them and I'm just like, well, what the fuck's going on? Um, but it's weird when you see people polarizing on things and getting very like angry and assertive and aggressive about shit they're not even educated in and like that pisses me off and like I will sit there any day and like, you know, share something because I think like, hey, people should probably see this. But then, you know, you get these people that comment on your fucking shit that are just, they have, like, their own personal agenda or mission. Like, they're ready to go on Oprah and fucking, like, this is my spiel, this is my point. And I'm just watching it, you know, scrolling through newsfeed. It's like, how the fuck? And you see, like, friends, family, whatever. Everybody has their own opinion on, like, what it is. Oh, shit. Oh, okay, cool. Um, on whatever it is in the subject. So, honestly, like... It's just weird to see, like, you know, someone who's your best friend, and then they have this, like, opinion of the subject. And this isn't me. Like, I'm not saying, like, I got a best friend that's doing this and I'm pissed off. I'm just trying to, like, think broadly and generally, because I know it's more than outside me. It's not a problem just with me. I'm in Maine, and I don't, you know, it really isn't affecting me, but I'm seeing it's affecting people, and I care about people. So it's something that should be talked about. But I hate it. Like, you know, when I'm surrounded by people who don't even want to, like, deal with that type of thinking or problem, it's just, like... To them, they're like, oh, well, that's in New York, or, oh, that's in Chicago, those are in cities, or, uh, that didn't happen to me, or, you know, and, like, I do agree, like, I live in Maine, I'm a white person, like, oh, I'm a white guy, but, like, like, I get, I don't have the same experience of life as somebody who may be African-American in, in this inner city, and may not be as advantages as I have inherently starting off in society, like, we got to acknowledge that, like, people are being a little too politically correct in 2016 that's my opinion you can say it out you can say whatever you want go ahead feel free to comment but i think that we're really fucking politically correct and like and that can be good or bad but at the same time i just feel like nobody wants to or the people that do want to talk about it like me i'm doing it right now and i but there are people who i feel just like have something to say about this subject but what they're adding isn't even a healthy addition to the the dialogue that needs to happen about it because they're not educated they're just spreading more ignorance so they're saying you know it's all this person's fault and you know it's so easy for them to say when they're working nine to five and have never picked up a book on the fucking subject and they're seeing the outskirts of a problem but they're they don't even understand like the true inner workings of the symptom of that problem like that's a symptom of a much larger thing that's going on in our society and we're not pointing a finger at those problems and asking those questions and that's why these uh, outer lying you know shootings and things are a direct result 
of a much larger flaw in our criminal justice system, as well as like all these other things we got going on. So from my point of view, and like I said, I'm one person, you know, I've done a bit of education in criminal justice studies as well as uh, adolescence criminology and substance abuse. I've done, well, substance abuse has nothing to do with why those were shot, the guys were shot. But um, regardless, I've done a variety of criminal justice classes, psychology classes. Like I'm a, I like to say I'm fairly educated on a lot of these topics, but I'm not egoical enough to say that I know exactly what's going on and I know what's right. I'm just... I feel observant enough and interested enough in these things and passionate enough that I want to talk about them, but I think anybody really could if they just cared enough. Um, my biggest thing, you know, is that I, I can't tell people are just like, because we have the Black Lives Matter movement and like, and that's a, that's a complex issue because I agree with it, but then I feel like if I say I agree with it, people are going to be like, well, all lives matter. And you're right, all lives do fucking matter. Nobody's saying that all lives don't matter. But, like, we have to acknowledge the fact that African Americans in our country are treated completely disproportionately different, both socially and economically, and, like, and all these reasons. We're just sitting there being like, oh, all lives matter. We gotta, we gotta all equal. But it's like, it's not equal. It's not like that. It's never been like that. I know I have plenty of black friends who are, who can straight up tell me about their life and the things that they were born into and the advantages that they had or didn't have. And it's just, it's fucking, I hate it when you have this stereotypical, you know, kind of white voice speaking out on the behalf of all white people, which is not my voice, it's not my opinion, and it's just, I don't know, I get pissed at that fucking shit, I don't know. Regardless, at the same time, I think this is a big problem in life, and I think that because nobody wants to point a finger at it in 2016, because everybody wants to be so politically fucking correct about everything all the time, that that's why we're not getting to the true depth of the problem. It's really murky, complex water to talk about these subjects. It brings up races, it brings up our criminal justice system. Nobody wants to talk about the fact that our private fucking prison industry right now is being fueled by prisoners that are being shoved in there because of the war on drugs, which is a fucking war basically on people that was started back in the day to get hippies and black people to fucking be locked up so that way they were the main protesters of the fucking war like you can look that up the Reagan administration all that shit that's been proven now that that was like their key with Nixon and all that stuff they were trying to lock up the protesters under something that would just radically they knew they were all addicted to marijuana so this marijuana fucking William Randolph Hearst look that shit up but we're straying into fucking sorry I tangent all the time but my big spiel here is like the criminal justice system as we have it is in dire need of fucking repair. We have set something up just like everything in life gets set up. You put a couple bricks down and then we're like, oh, well, we're making a wall. And, you know, when you try to start building a wall, you got to fucking have measurements done. You don't just like start building something. No one just builds a fucking house without schematics. Like you don't just say, well, this goes here and, do, 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 and we'll make it as we go. Because by the time you get to the fucking top, if you didn't do the foundation right or whatever, little things are off, you know, or it's like having a ship and not sailing in the right direction forever. And eventually one degree off is going to send you miles fucking off of your destination. And that's the problem right now in our society. It's, we have set up these systems without, it's like, how do we, I get, uh, fuck, I always feel like I tongue-tie myself. 
it's like I see the problem and I understand it at the same time as I'm asking the question about it. Because, like, I do kind of understand. It's like, how else could we have set them up? We weren't intelligent yet enough to have done it. And we always are patchworking things and adding things together to fucking, you know, keep what we have and keep it growing. You know, life is a patchwork of shit that happened before us that we just kept adding to. Fibonacci sequence of, like, evolution and shit. But, um... I don't know, like, back to the criminal justice system, my biggest fucking thing is, like, I feel like there's so many flaws, and it's like this giant fucking machine, and it's like, at this point, it's already in motion, it's a car in motion, and to just shut the car off, like, we can't do that, but it needs to be fixed, the fucking motor's falling out, shit like that, so, how do we fix something that, at the same time, can't ever really be stopped, because if we just said, no prisons or whatever, we're gonna have fucking madness afoot, but at the same time, if we're not cleaning up the conditions of these situations or looking at, I guess, better ways to either rehabilitate people who go into prison as nonviolent offenders and will come out as a violent offender because they fucking get raped or beaten in there. And it's like, what do you expect of that person? Especially as a man. If you get fucking raped in jail, I bet you feel ashamed for the rest of your fucking life. There's no more demasculating thing that could ever happen to a fucking man. Well, I can think of a few, but like, regardless, like... And that's what's happening in jail. Don't pretend it's not. Like, I've done enough fucking criminal justice studies. I've talked to enough people in the criminal justice system, both police, officers, guards, prisoners. I've listened to people do their testimonials as killers and talk about how they got raped their first night in jail and how they were somebody's boyfriend or kid or whatever the fuck they call them in jail, their butt buddy. And it's fucking sickening. And you have people, you literally have people being locked up for non-violent crimes at all that may be drug-related. And that's a completely different thing. Those people need to be rehabilitated. And do I agree that, you know, all drugs should be legal and stuff? No, I'm not crazy. But at the same time, I think a lot of these people that are getting locked up, it's like we already have laws in place for the crimes they're committing because of their drug problem. Like if you steal something, there's a fucking crime for that. You go to jail. You're a thief. But should we be locking people up for possessing marijuana? No. Like why are you we lock this person either A there's no, nothing wrong with it in my opinion but if we really want to go to that point that person has a substance abuse problem which is not affecting anybody else but themselves and which will eventually I can see in the law's eyes is when you have substance abuse problems and you run out of money what are you going to do? probably fucking steal so you can buy more drugs like I get that drugs inherently hold this connotation to what they are they're drugs but at the same time like to say that this person needs to be locked up because they're evil or they're a criminal and you brand them as such and you make them go to jail and they have that on their record they can't even apply to a fucking job now or they look sketchy basically and it like regardless of what anybody's ever done to go to jail whenever someone tells you they've been to jail most people's response in the back of their fucking brain is I'm gonna watch this guy now like he seemed really nice before but now that I know this little bit of information I'm looking at him different he's still a nice guy but I'm gonna I don't know about this guy because apparently you know, and we do these things, regardless if they're right or not. He may have, like, it could be a situation where you're down at the bar defending somebody and you like, punched a dude in the fucking head and he died and you had to go to prison, like that movie with fucking, was it Con Air? That's an old-ass movie. Anyways, like, that's what I'm saying. Those situations do fucking happen. People get locked up. That's not even drug-related, so I don't even know why I brought it up. Regardless, I just feel like those are substance abuse problems. You know, it's a mental health thing, really, and, like, or a, a health problem that needs to be, uh, you know, taken care of. But regardless, at the same time, you have all these people wanting to lock up people who are on drugs, who are overcrowding, like, the federal and public prison systems, which we're paying for. And then now we have private prisons who take up all the fucking slack from all the <clears throat> people that can't fit in those prisons anymore, so we just shove them into private prisons instead. 
And those people are making money. You know what I mean? Like, they want prisoners. They need prisoners. They're a business. Like, that's what a business runs on. You know, Duncan runs on coffee. The private industry runs on prisoners. And so they need a healthy influx of people. And how do you do that? you got to have laws in place to lock people up. But if people aren't murdering all the time and committing violent crimes or stealing, what else can you lock them up for? Oh, maybe possessing this piece of flour that grows out of the ground. And, you know, that's the war on drugs. Now, will I say heroin, coke, meth, all you know, all these things that are um, could be very lethal to both the body, mind, all these things. That's where we're getting into the gray area because it's like, what do you define as a drug? And I just find it interesting that we classify marijuana as a Schedule One drug, which is worse than cocaine. Like, come on, people. But like I said, going back to the drug problem in total, like America does have a drug problem. We're a completely traumatized nation built on violence and sex. Like that is what is going on here. And if you can't fit into the system or whatever then you don't and like why wouldn't you medicate yourself with drugs we live in a horrible fucking society like it's great in a lot of reasons for a lot of respects you know we know we're the land of the free but we have the highest incarceration rate in the world but there's just so many things that it's like we have these weird false stereotypes and illusions of the world or the country we're living in projected on us by tv we're like oh it's on the television must be right you know like that's how the world fucking is running so apparently like you get all these people brainwashed by television, mass media, and you can literally have a whole nation believing something about themselves. Like, you can have a person who believes something about themselves that's completely inaccurate. Like, if you were to tell somebody all day, man, you're the man. Like, you're so funny, man. You're awesome. And you just do that all day. You have multiple people who tell this person is the man. He's probably going to start thinking he's the man, regardless if he's doing anything to be the man. You're just making somebody feel that way. I feel like you can do that as a nation, too, and the, this buttering up effect of where, like, oh, we are America and Americans, and, you know, and that's what... I'm not getting into politics, but it's just like, it, come on, like, it's pretty fucking obvious what Trump's doing, like, and regardless, like, not turning this into a fucking Trump debate, it's like, when you say that word, it, it polarizes everybody into, like, oh, I'm for Trump or I'm against it, why are you talking about it? Like, I'm not, I accidentally said his name, it's like, fucking Voldemort and Harry Potter, he must not be named, like, why'd I do it, oh my god, but, um, yeah, back to the war on drugs, so basically, like, you know, I understand that, like, you as a young mind like you're not going to understand what drugs really are and you're going to have these almost illusionments of like hey this is acceptable because the people around me are doing it or it's cool because everyone around me is doing it you know that's what i thought growing up like when you don't have positive male role models in your life or you don't have people to kind of keep track of what you're doing as a kid you're obviously going to look to the the boys that are a little bit older than you, what are they doing? Most of them are not in trouble. It's the blind leading the blind. You know what I mean? It's a bunch of boys trying to raise boys. And it's the biggest thing, like, and I've noticed, and this is like, depends on how you want to take it, but especially with uh, hip-hop and things like that, like, oh, I fucking love rap. I love hip-hop. I love all these things. But it's just the message that's going on right now. It's the promotion of exactly what I'm talking about, the glorification of violence, drugs, you know, sex, alcohol, all these things, you know, oh, drugs, rock and roll. It's just, it's interesting because it is brainwashing. That's what it is. Like, I was listening to a 50 Cent song the other day with fucking, oh, come on, uh, Chris Brown. And uh, it's I'm the man. And I'm just sitting like, ooh, it's got like pop, it's got rap. They're fusing together. My ears feel like they're being silked up and then beaten with percussion and 50 cents all up in there doing this thing like oh, 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 oh. and I'm just I'm loving it but then I'm listening to the words and I'm like wait like what am I listening to and I'm like listening to the content finally and I'm like oh yeah what was it uh report no it was no Romeo no Juliet's which is still them you know it's another song but it's a little bit smoother like just listening to the sound of it oh I fucking love that song but I don't love the lyrics I fucking hate them 
report to pimp and get back to tricking. Like, why would I want to be saying that over and over? Report to pimp and get back to tricking. I'm basically glorifying the fact that women are getting sold into sexual slavery uh, for no money at all, and their pimp takes it, and uh, they get beaten, and they live in a lifestyle, and they're completely addicted to drugs, and it's basically promoting the devaluation of women in society. Like, there's so many things where it's just like, why do I like this? But here I am, just fucking snapping my finger and going down the road like I'm fucking, yeah, 50. You know, and like, I, I don't even get it sometimes. Like, I feel like an idiot. Like, I realized that the other day driving. Like, I felt like, man, this fucking song is pumping me up. Just pork to pimp and get back to tricking. You know, and I'm sitting there singing that. And then I'm like, literally thinking about the words I'm saying. Going down the road like, yeah. And then like, it hit me. I'm like, pork to pimp and get back to tricking. And then it was just like this slow, like. Holy shit, and I just picture this, like, somebody's daughter on a fucking street somewhere, completely, like, ruined her life, she ran away from home, her parents might not even love she might not even have a home, she might have been molested, raped, who knows what the scenario is, because women go through, like, way harder and sicker shit than men go through, like, we go through more physically enduring shit, and, like, different types of stresses, but women have, like, a completely separate world of fucking things to worry about. Like, I'm not worried about every time I, like, walk out the door in the dark time if I'm gonna get my butt raped or something, like, or not my butt, but I don't have a pussy, so I don't But, like, I'm not worried about, like, these, you know, I'm in the parking lot. I don't even think of those things. I'm like, hey, it's dark in the parking lot. Like, I have my keys in my hand. If anybody comes out to me, I'm gonna fucking smash them in the face. Like, I think of different things. I don't think, like, I'm gonna be assaulted in a sexual way and have this fear of men and, like, these things, like, you know, and... Like, women do. They're very, like, they, they're they um, empathical creatures. They help support men. And men, you know, are the rock, but that water, it's so necessary. Because if it's all men, we're just brutal. We're disgusting. We're hairy. Like, there's nothing good that comes from men. Like, the good things that come from us are because there's a good woman with us most of the time. Because if we're just left to our own devices, like, we're fucking, we're animals. So, like, a woman, like, helps bring those qualities out in you. But... At the same time, it's, you know, it's vice versa. You bring things out in a woman, you just let that shit go rampant too. It goes on both genders, both ways. So it's this weird balance and fusion of learning from each other and growing up and maturing. But how the fuck did I get there from... I don't know, I'm just ranting at this point. But um, anyway, yeah, okay, pimping. Yeah, um, so just listen to hip-hop and it's like, man, this message sucks. Like, the the sound of the music, great. Was all, Every other thing about that song solid like i fucking loved every bit of it like it's ear candy i'm just like oh my god i need to hear that song again it's one of those this is reporting oh, jesus doing it again but that's all i'm saying is like it's a great song lyrical ear candy but it's just the message and then it just made me be like i don't want to fucking listen to this like i'm not supporting this like but then in the back of my head i'm like oh, i just want to listen to that song nobody needs to know but like it was just fucked up but like i think about it, like that's literally that's what we got those are the voices we get those are the choices we get. Like, that's what we get to listen to. Those are the popular people. Those are the cool kids. Like, dumb shit. Like, I love 50 Cent. I grew up to that shit. You know, like, I love hip-hop. Like, I love all styles. I love people just talking about their stories. Because I can't get mad about, like, someone talking about their stories. Freedom of speech. So if he wants to talk about pimping and tricking because it's conducive to his story and shit, it's just like, I don't feel like the message is whatever. It's the promotion of pimping and tricking, which pisses me off because you're promoting a lifestyle that you had to live that nobody should have to live but you did survival of the fittest we like we all get it you're telling your story which you should be able to do that's the point but you don't have a positive fucking like message out of it at all it's just like let's keep doing it like i got vampired into this shitty lifestyle so let's 
promote it for everybody else and make it acceptable because it was acceptable for me or it was forced upon me and I didn't ask for it. So it's forced it upon everyone else. And I get also like having a voice. You can say whatever the fuck you want in America like I'm doing right now. I get it. But at the same time, it's like I wish we had way more positive role models in like these high up places for celebrities or stars or people people look up to supposedly because every you know that's what they are you know it's their star they're up in the sky we're looking up to them they're beyond us they're shining they're so radiant you know and like they're regular fucking people they are you know most of them are bought out and paid by people you don't even fucking know they're signing their checks so that they write the shit. They write and promote the shit they promote, and some of them don't even write their own songs anymore. They're just performers. They just perform and entertain. They're entertainers. They're not artists. People who make their own shit. There's a lot of people just ghostwriting shit and just like, hmm, this sounds like a Drake song. And, well, I don't know if Drake, I'm not accusing Drake of anything, but like, just picking names and fucking things. But regardless of any of that, like, it's the promotion and the glorification of both violence and then uh, drug culture as well as the indoctrination of basically women as sexual slaves and it's ridiculous because then how are women ever or girls young girls growing minds ever supposed to have a positive like out I mean there are positive female role models there there are more and more of them but I just feel like there's a disproportionate amount of just trash and I'm like I can just say that trash garbage 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 just being shoved into females heads and just ideas of what men want and like just garbage it's like men telling women what they want but they then they find out they don't want it and like oh what society have we created and it's just like we're complaining about the things we're perpetuating like i don't get it like you on one hand like everyone's out there going yeah i want this bitch and all these sluts and hoes and then it's like but then you don't want to be with a slut or a hoe or whatever but that's all there fucking is now because like that's the society where and like if the feminists are watching I guarantee right now they're not fucking sluts or hot like it would be this giant battle royale right now so I'm not using my terminology correctly but I'm kind of in like the moment of live yeah but uh it's gotta be wrong gritty but at the same time you know like when you promote those type of values what else are you expecting cause like kids are fucking sponges like they're watching they're always watching like they're learning they're figuring out who they are what they want what they like it's a, it's an ongoing thing hey Cam thank you for the love heart yeah um ongoing uh yeah so basically I mean they're watching you know they they fucking know and so when we're sitting there, like when I was growing up, I grew up like Eminem and fucking uh, 50 and every, you know, everybody, all of them, you know, and listening to Tupac and things like that, you know, from the 80s, but just, you know, generally rap. And I fucking love it. I love hip hop. And I can still go back and listen to those things. It's like history. It's art. But at the same time, like, we, I don't feel like there's proper channels for conscious hip hop or people out there that are actually spreading a very positive and good message. They can still be talking about negative, crazy shit because that's the point. Life is not all fucking rainbows and puppy dogs. It's fucking, there's hard shit going on and to not point a finger at it because you don't want to acknowledge it or you just want to, all life has to be 100% good. Well, then you're not really helping. Like your life can be fine, whatever, but like, I cannot live and know that somebody else out there is like in pain and hurting and not help them. Like I'm not that type of person. I, I know things aren't all, you know, fucking sunshine and rainbows. Like I get that. That is reality. That is truth. Now can you have like a fucking, you know, positive attitude to affect those things? For sure. But um, anyways, I've been ranting for a while. So anyways, back to the prison industrial complex. 
and the war on drugs and all these things is I think that ultimately if we just uh, did a better job at rehabilitating people and trying to provide a uh, outlet or a way for nonviolent offenders who are usually locked up as a result of drug use to have other options than to be locked up with violent people who are most likely going to turn them violent and or rape them and or who knows like you can't just lock up people in the same box with one energy mindset someone who's positive they're just smoking fucking weed and someone who's murdered somebody or they've raped someone or they fucking whatever fill in the blank and then have those molecules be bashing and not affecting each other or not thinking that like this energy is not going to rub off on fucking that so i think that we obviously have a long way to go in terms of how we're going to fucking patch this up but that's where we get right back to incidences what happened the other day when that guy got fucking shot four times in the arm it's like a lot of people want to be like well he was reaching for his gun you know i think he shot him because he was black and i can easily fucking say that i think that that guy was scared because i don't think if i was in that car and i was like officer i have a fucking licensed weapon on me and um i need you to know that so you don't shoot me or like you know what i mean like i just don't see that same transaction going down i had friends who have guns who have them you know don't have them loaded or they have them however legally you're supposed to fucking have them in the car so the officer knows and you tell him and i just don't see that same thing happening like in maine as a white person not at all now do i see that happening in a place like that where maybe an officer may have ptsd he may have had like i get it i get it being a police officer is fucking brutal it's hard it's not an easy job it's fucking ridiculous every day you're going out and you may not come back Simple as that. You never know what the car you're pulling up on. This dude just, like, has the mentality, fuck cops, fuck cops. Like, I don't say fuck cops. Like, I have a, a majority, I have a problem with cele I have police officers who abuse their power, but, like, and I have, like, a, uh, a finger or two point at the criminal justice system, but not so much at just everyday people who are doing their job correctly and are providing a safe, you know, environment in their community or what, you know, whatever they're doing. If you're a good cop and you know you're a good cop and you're doing good things, good for you. That's what you should be doing. I shouldn't even have to congratulate you. Like, that's what, that's what the job title is. But thank you. And then there's other guys who've just been in the job way too long. Yeah, I agree with you there. Um, I definitely agree with that. Um, I just think that there are a lot of officers out there that have been on the job way too long. And that brings up a good point. Uh, is because as an officer, say you've had many encounters where you've seen an individual or you've been maybe in altercations with, you know, individuals, how are you supposed to respond when you pull up on a car and someone, you know, where you might be flashbacking to something that's happened prior in your life to another incident where a guy pulled a gun on you or whatever. And as a cop, you're going to be fucking sketched out. Like, why wouldn't you be? Every car you pull up on could be the one that just fucking says, fuck cops and then shoots the dude. Like, you don't know. You never know. So I can imagine there's stress involved in pulling somebody over, especially in like high traffic areas or in inner cities where you know important at the time they hate you, like they straight up hate you. And it may not even be your fault; it's just that you're wearing the uniform. So there's this incent, like instilled sense of fear within you, which they pick up on, and then they're trying to like. It's just this mishmash of both, and like, I don't think it's easy to be a cop. Like I wouldn't want to be one. I definitely will never be one. Like I can't anyways. But like I don't want to. Like. But the idea, I'd love to learn the stuff, but just not be a cop. Because I can see if you went to work every fucking day and you're worried about getting shot, or it's like a war zone out there. You're basically stepping outside your house, and instead of being in Iraq as a soldier, your war is here. Like, you're walking outside, and everywhere, everyone could be 
a criminal, or uh, and you start isolating yourself into this weird fucking paranoid state of like the criminals are all around me. I'm only seeing people at their worst. Everyone's lying to me, like you know. And I can't imagine that when you take the badge off and you go home, you don't still have that ingrained in you. Like I know what I know from the classes I've taken, and like I listen to killers talk, and I listen to fucking people speak about like why they murdered this guy and how they did it, and you know like that's. I'm desensitized to a lot of that shit now, but like it's definitely not good on my fucking head. So I couldn't even imagine somebody whose like job it is is to deal with people at their worst, like walk into murder scenes, see people, see the see the worst in people in humanity. That's your job. So it's like, how do you remain cool-headed and calm-headed in situations where, like, that could be you, your loved ones, or maybe you, I don't know, didn't get the guy in time and you're having flashbacks and who fucking knows? But I just think there should be, I don't know, some type of fucking review maybe? Like, I have no clue, an examination of officers that are done annually of their mental health state or something because, like, you can't just hand somebody a gun Tell them they had tenure now and that they're here for their head of the department. They've been here long enough and then just start let them wheeling and dealing when they're fucking falling off the rails because they have paranoid schizophrenia or PTSD or whatever is going on in their life because they've had this job way too long. And it's just draining their mind and like their itchy trigger finger, especially like when you see these cops that are fired from one precinct and then they move someplace else and get hired there and then they're murdering people like that boy that got shot, uh, Tamir Rice, or whatever, the eight-year-old boy that that officer had just been fired from another precinct and then moved over to a whole other area and became a cop. And then he was the cop that popped right out of the fucking vehicle before, as it was coming to a stop, before it even really stopped. You can find the video on YouTube. And he just bolts out and shoots the kid with a BB gun. Immediately. Like, I get it. Like, the kid had a BB gun in a public place. Like, it could have been a real gun. Like, I get the whole objectiveness of the facts and scenarios. But it's just, like, interesting. Like, before, nothing. There was no freeze. There was no, like, eight-year-old boy just holding a BB gun like that. It's just, boom! That kid's life is done. So, that officer obviously gets, you know, fi I can't remember if he got fired or if he actually got... A lot of these officers are getting paid vacations for doing this shit. It's just, it's very interesting how we have everything set up, but regardless of any of that, I think that the biggest thing that we have to deal with is examination of both us as a people, what's going on at the moment, and our criminal justice system, because it's not just the criminal justice system, obviously, because if it was only that, like, there wouldn't be as many, like, it's not just police brutality upon people either, like, there's also literal problems in these areas like you can't act like in chicago or detroit or fucking new york that there isn't a lot of fucking crime going on but oh shit oh there we go um like a lot of fucking crime going on but at the end of the day even though fucking crime is going on you know like there's still these people doing these bad things there's always going to be bad people doing bad things so there's got to be somebody there to fucking do something but yeah do i agree that there's a disproportionate amount of fucking police brutality going on at the moment for sure um, and I'm not advocating that I have a strong police or anti-police anything. I'm just a dude pointing at stuff. But, um, I don't know. I just think it's interesting. Like, if we don't start pointing at these problems, how do we ever deal with them? And, you know, like, I try to point at these problems very generally and very vaguely because I know I don't have answers. I just like to fucking put things out there. I like people to, uh, just consider sides and options. Anytime I share something on my page... It's not because I inherently am like, look at this, I believe this 100%, and that's why I posted it. 
Like, I just post fucking shit, and it's up for people to, like, decipher the fucking reality of it, the objectiveness of it, to use your own head. Because, like, something I post isn't inherently, like, you know, it could be wrong. But I'm posting something because I'm just getting people to look at, like, hey, look at this. You know, what do you think? And so, because we all got our own heads. You don't need to be told what to think. We're all smart enough to figure out things for ourselves, at least most of us. And if you aren't, then you need to start learning how to do that because you don't want other people thinking for you in life. That's why we're in the state we're in right now. And so the more that we can think for ourselves and act for ourselves, the better. But regardless of, like, I keep trailing off war on drugs and all that shit, substance abuse. Um, I think the shooting yesterday, or not yeah, yesterday, the other few days ago, is, uh, you know, like I said, it's a symptom. It's not the exact problem. You know, I don't think that the criminal justice system itself is exactly uh, pristine either, but... I do think that for what it does do, it does help, and so we can't ignore the fact that it is there for a reason, and police officers do help, generally. Is there a lot of weird shit going on? Yes. Is there a lot of fucking laws being passed that police officers then have to enforce that are fucking stupid? Of course. But, I would say if you disagreed with the things you're enforcing, you shouldn't be a police officer, you know? But, like, that's why I'm not a cop, because I don't believe in a lot of the laws that have passed that these people then have to enforce that I know are bullshit. Like, why the fuck are we locking people up for plants? Like, I get the idea of, hey, you get addicted to a drug, or drugs are involved in criminality, or criminality is crime. But it's just interesting that uh, we just want to intermingle both those. Oh, I definitely agree with that. Um... My biggest thing is, I agree with also the body camera part, I've been talking about that. If we had uh, more uh, body cameras on police officers, it would be a lot easier, more objective to fucking say, this is what literally happened, this is how even the cop might have uh, experienced or perceived the situation from his point of view. Because you have a camera, you know, kind of right here, it's a first person view as if you're a little bit smaller or something, but you're still getting like a objective viewpoint from the officer's point of view at the person so he can't be like i thought he was reaching for well the fucking camera shows right below your chin from this perspective right below where your fucking eyeball would be that that's not the case and that you never saw any behavior like that your eye isn't picking up on things that camera isn't like it's especially with like high definite if anything that camera is more reliable than your eye and your memory because it's objectively is what it is it's not a retelling of a visually stored memory that's then subjected to your own interpretation and all that filterish bullshit all the way through uh, i did see uh, the dude that was driving his wife uh to the hospital i mean like i kind of agree like the driving fast scenario but like overall like i just people getting shot over the shit's ridiculous especially when the guy was like hey i do have a gun in the car it is registered um and then the guy asked for his driver's license when he's not even the fucking person driving i don't think right was he in the passenger or driver's no he was in the fucking driver's seat i'm trying to remember the video she was in the passenger i think because he was passing out on the right hand side yeah so that's all i'm saying is that regardless if someone then asks you to grab your id why the fuck would i ever want to grab my id now if i ever owned a gun like that just makes me think like you just asked me to grab that, but now I can't even say that because I'm full of bullets. Wait, so he was a passenger? Because I thought he was, uh, okay. Because uh, just the way the point of view from the video kind of looked like he might have been. I don't even know what the case is. Regardless, yeah. So if he wasn't driving, why did, why was his, why did even that person even need his license? Is it because he was black? Or let's see what's going on in here. 
You know, because, like, normally when I get pulled over, I'd be like, yeah, hey, I don't have my license. I mean, like, I get it. They want to see everybody's licenses in the car because if there's warrants and they pulled you over. But then I thought they found out that the broken taillight wasn't even broke. I have no clue. Regardless, I just think it's fucking nuts that somebody got shot over grabbing their ID. And I definitely think it has to do with this color. Like, nobody's going to disagree with that. I don't think if a white person did that, that would have happened. Now, I did have a couple people posting about this ignorantly and you know oh this white cop i could have sworn the cop that shot him was fucking asian but i could be wrong uh, i don't think or was he white i'm very positive i read asian but i don't even think that has any regardless of the race there, it doesn't matter about the race the race is regardless and that's my big thing here is like i get people commenting like there should be no apologies to the african-american community and i'm like i've never said anything about race like i why would why do cops have to apologize to Af just african-american like i get it Definitely, because crimes disproportionately happen to the African-American community in these places. Like, we can't act like they don't. Or people are more perceived, or I guess perceivedly? I don't know if that's a word. They perceive African-Americans in those areas as more dangerous. I don't know why, if it's due to stereotypes or whatever reason, or uh, past, you know, like I said, PTSD or whatever you got from past experiences. It goes right up there hand-in-hand hand with that fucking... I saw a video of this old white lady yelling rape when a black guy was walking towards her. So the top of her lungs, you know, a typical fucking, and it's like, I was just sitting there dumbfounded, like, that is America, like, that is, like, that is old America, but I mean, still America, like, she grew up in that time frame, or she was super racist, apparently, or she had some bad fucking feelings about black people, because all the dude was doing was cook, having a cookout, and she was sitting outside with a fucking pair of binoculars, like an old crazy white lady, there's nothing better to do but be paranoid schizophrenic about black people and being all oh, those black people over there are barbecuing all oh, up to something and it's just it's fucking annoying and just to see behavior like that in this day and age but like she's a dinosaur so i get it she's from another time but like the guy walks up to her recording her the whole time and she's yelling rape so he's got like an objective video because i couldn't imagine what would have happened if a police officer just showed up and she's yelling rape and he had no proof and like he was coming like oh my god but anyway so you have proof of the whole thing so you could just objectively see her lying through her teeth just yelling for no reason and then he calls her out and makes her look like a fucking dumbass which i'm really glad he did shows that he's just been barbecuing and that she's actually been spying on him for the past half an hour looking through a pair of binoculars so he's finally decided to come over to just ask her why are you spying on this old lady and he's videotaping the encounter and she's yelling rape and then she's like, but you, because you were coming over here. The only reason he's coming over there is because you've been watching him for over a half an hour over a fence with a pair of binoculars like a crazy person. So now, as a man, he's decided to fucking come over there and confront you and be like, why are you spying on me and my family? Simple as that. And then she has this idea in her mind because she's a crazy lady now at this point. She just has these ingrained conceptions in life and who she is. It's all solidified, crystal, like into this little fucking snowflake of an old woman. And I'm not trying to, like, I get it, I'm not attacking an old woman, but, like, just the idea, like, if she was younger, if she was a man, oh, well, a man wouldn't be yelling rape. It's just, like, those situations are so characteristic of what is fucked up in our country right now in this day and age, and it's just, it's so sad. And that type of behavior is perpetuated onwards. Like, I don't know who her kids were, she had kids, but I hope not, but she probably fucking did, and they grew up to be shitheads that fell off the shit tree. Like, I don't fucking know. But, like, to sit there and, like, think that, like, you can treat another human being like that because you've been treated a certain way or like all black people are bad now or i don't even know what her fucking she was really old so like i can imagine she grew up in like definitely pre-civil rights era type shit so i get it 
but like just to sit there and see multiple video after video in 2016 and this is not stopping or anything but people want to act because they're so politically correct like oh this isn't oh i don't know if this is happening or not oh don't it's racist to talk about that and it's like you have to like you have to point a finger at that like it's a thing that's happening like i get it like people want to say all lives matter of course they do but i feel like that's a really fucking like white way of being like i matter too and it's like of course you matter nobody it's like saying like i don't even know how to phrase this in a, a symbolic way or an allegory that's similar but it's just like of course it's like your popular friend complaining because no one's paying attention to them because like the less popular friend or something's finally getting attention and then you're just like nobody ever pays attention to me and, oh, 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 oh. and it's all about you all of a sudden all lives matter all lives matter of course all lives matter Everybody's life fucking matters, but you got to realize that this section of the fucking pie and lives are being affected more than anybody else, or your slice of the pie. Like, we get shit's happening to white people, too. We get it. Like, we have a lot of shit in place for white people, but we also have to, like, kind of realize, no, it's not about race. It's not, and I'm not making this, like, black people need our help. Cause no, like, that's that sounds very, like, it's stupid, but, like... I guess just overall, like, you can't sit there and act like, you know, the Jim Crow laws weren't that long ago, and, like, things about our history that are fucking rather very disturbing, like, I'm taking an African-American literature course this semester, and, like, just seeing, like, wow, this behavior is like, uh, my grandpa's generation ago, not even, and, like, we're acting like we're so progressive in the future, and everything's just this and that, and it's not. Like, maybe in certain places in the country, but there's a lot of fucking places, especially in the Bible Belt and down south, where things are exactly how they were fucking during the Civil War. Like, things haven't changed. Very, very, very little. Like, the people are still just as fucking racist, and that's ridiculous. Now, that all being said, are there a lot of shit involved with this that's way more complex than what I'm just asserting? Of course, because there's a lot of things you got to look at. Like, why is there also a disproportionate amount of people that are african-american that have like these problems or this or whatever is going on and and i'm saying within our own country like as african-americans and you literally got to think about that like this is a, a group of people that not too long ago were fucking in change then we were like we uh, white people or like, i guess i have white skin yeah look at me like our slave owners like i just can't even rap my brain around it like i can i can definitely human nature i can see how people make people slaves but this idea that like we're mad we're still as white white people and i'm not mad as a white person but i feel like every, like i hate when people speak for white people in general because i'm not speaking for anyone but myself and it has nothing to do with fucking race i'm a soul and a body like that's what this is but in terms of the material world and how we're all identified i have a skin color so like i get it and then my skin color gives me special fucking privileges in certain places for no reason at all other than that because Caucasian Americans or whatever the fuck it is are the dominant majority. And so like it is racist in certain, a lot of ways. And I see that as a white person where, well, if I was black, this wouldn't be happening. Or And, that, like, and I see it and it's weird because my name is Michael Jordan and it has nothing to really do with anything. But it really kind of does because like for some weird way it was like this... Uh, fucking special key that i was given into like the african-american community i don't know why and i'm sure there's plenty of black people that fucking hate me too but whenever i'm like hey i'm michael jordan and then i start to introduce myself he starts off with a few jokes but then i'm fucking the white boy that's like eh. so like and that's always been the case so i've always just gotten to see like this is real life objective shit and it's, i'm not flavoring things because i have seen i've seen it and i'm not like 
it's just interesting how people want to be like, like I said, with the All Lives Matter movement, of course they do. But to sit there and not say that these people, and I don't want to be like these people because that sounds racist, but African-American people less than not even 100 years ago, 100 feet, whatever, were slaves. And then now you're expecting like, oh, they're just, everything's equal and everything has to be fine. It's not fine. It hasn't been fine. They just got like the ability to vote not too long ago. Like there's so many things that are not fucking fine. And, and these people are at a fucking complete disadvantage. Not all of them, because that's a general statement, very general statement. There's plenty of educated, successful black African-American people, but there's just as many, if not more, that aren't. And they don't even have access to education, proper you know, uh, living situations, like just everything about it that I feel like needs, there needs to be a finger pointed at these problems. But like the country we're living in and the society we live in 2016, everybody wants to be so politically correct about everything to, to even talk about it or even point a finger at it. You look racist or you look like, well, why do you want to make it about race? Because it is about that. Like, what are you talking about? To sit there, like when Texas wants to fucking erase the fact that the Civil War was not fought over slavery, go fuck that. Like, it definitely was fought over that. Like, there's other reasons for sure. They all economically tied in because of the free labor they're getting from the fucking cotton industry. Like, I get it. But, like, it did get fought over that. And to pretend that it didn't, and we're just kind of like, eh, we'll just erase this out of the history books because this is how we want to see it as white people. And it's like, no, you don't get to do that. That's not that's not real life. You can't just decide what history is. This is reality. You did those things. Those things did happen. And that is why we are in the state we are in in America right now. And then we do things like the war on drugs where... William Randolph Hearst starts telling people that this drug, marijuana, which was cannabis before hemp, which was grown in America all up till that point, you were required to, to on your land at a certain point, the first fucking car was made out of hemp. There's so many paper, everything. Everything could be sold fucking hemp. But no. William Randolph Hearst was like, fucking marijuana, that wacky tobacco has black people and Mexicans raping white women. And then he's publishing these yellow journalistic fucking things, just scaring people basically with fear tactics, renaming it marijuana. So when it got voted that, hey, let's get rid of this you know, illegal drug, everyone thought that they were voting on marijuana, not hemp. They didn't realize that it was the whole fucking shebang. They just retitled it marijuana, and then they got rid of it. And now it's a Schedule 1 drug, which is fucking insane. More, a higher scheduled drug than Coke. It doesn't make any fucking sense to me. Does anybody else? No. Now, am I advocating the use of drugs? No. But what I'm saying is to demonize something like that, have a war on drugs, and then lock up the very people who are most likely to be using and are already in the use of that substance so that way you can lock them up as part of the reason we do that in the war of drugs. Like, we have continued slavery into a whole new way with the private prison systems when we are locking up people most likely to be using drugs because of their traumatic upbringings and all their civil disadvantages and social disadvantages and they're going to be drug users some of them not everybody it's a general statement but a lot of them you know fall to drug use because you know they hate their life or whatever and it makes them feel good in a second but then we immediately lock those people up get free labor off them in the private prison industry and then we're making money off them so it's just like Nobody else is seeing this but me. Like, I don't, I'm not getting this. But, like, there's plenty of other people seeing this besides me. There's documentaries on it. You can go research this shit. But the problem with this thing is that it's so complex of a topic. Like, you can't cover these type of things that quickly. Like, there's a lot of stuff that needs to be talked about. There's books you need to have fucking read to, like, understand this part, to get this part. So, things are so complex, and these issues are so socially and morally complex that 
They're not summed up in a fucking one news article or somebody's comment on Facebook because they want to look right in front of their friends or fucking whatever. These are like large, ever-existing social fucking mores that have been around forever that we're always like dealing with that, you know, we're latching on to to find some egoic importance because I'm talking about it. Like I'm doing right now even. Like I'm talking about something, so there must be some ego involved. I want to talk about something. But at the same time, I do have a message and a point, and that's that the criminal justice system is severely flawed. We've got to start working and figuring out how to fix it. But are there certain areas where it does come through and what it needs to do? Of course. Like, that's why it, it it's like a weird 70-30%. I don't want to say 60-40%. Like, 60% of the time it's going good. But then that other 40%, you just have the officers shooting people, the judges locking up children that are younger than like 15 and stuff, and youth centers getting paid money to lock them up by that youth center. Like, there's been judges caught that lock up children on purpose, ruin their fucking lives. They go into, like, they get raped, they fucking get beaten in these, like, youth centers or whatever, and then they go on to become real criminals because they learn how to be better criminals in those places surrounded by violence and all these things. And just criminal ideas, you learn how to be a better criminal. It's a school for criminals. And then you're locking these kids up who weren't anything. They didn't do anything wrong. And then you're getting a paycheck out of it. Like, I just don't get it. So I think there needs to obviously, you know, be a finger pointed at things, but you can't get stressed out about it. Like, because I'm pointing a finger at something, you can't get mad at it because I'm trying to make things better. Like, it's the only way anybody makes anything better in life. You can, everybody can have their opinion. Everybody's entitled to their opinion. You've got to be able to articulate your opinion. You can't just be like, like these fucking Trump supporters that are fucking out there being like, well, what do you like about Trump? He's just like me. Oh, how so? Fucking, you know, single mother of three in Idaho that doesn't barely part-time job. How is he just like you? How's this billionaire with a toupee just like you in his business suit? You know, you don't have a response. You don't have a mind. You don't have a fucking thought in your own head other than, that's good enough for me. Like, I don't think. He thinks for me. And, like, I wouldn't want that dude thinking for me. But, like, people don't have time to think a lot of us. You know, I mean, you're working jobs or you didn't get that opportunity. Like, I get that all the things I'm saying are very, uh, easy for me to say because you know i'm going to school or whatever and not everybody gets those opportunities but that's why i'm talking right now is because this is why i have to give back you don't just go to school and then go to school for no reason like you need to use it and like since i do think about these topics i do have a voice and i do have the ability to get in front of a fucking camera and display my points and articulate what i'm trying to say and they're about important social issues you know these are things that i'm passionate about like i think anybody could do this it's just that people don't because they don't care. They say they're passionate, but they're really not. You know, they're only as passionate as, you know, it makes them look cool on Facebook because they posted something. But, you know, like if you were really passionate about something, you would do more than just, you know, I'm going to hit like on this or I'm just going to share this. Like, you know, if you, like I get that does a little bit of stimulus stuff. Like I do it. Like I'll share something and just be like, well, this will put a little stuff in people's minds. But it's like, that's no, not really doing anything. We're all just sharing stuff and not doing anything. So that's what I'm saying by just getting your voice out there, whether it's an opinion or whatever. Like, and like I said, you know, if you have an opinion, you know, like I have opinions, but I'm not in for, I'm not uh, impressing them on people. I'm not saying this is what you need to believe because I don't believe anybody needs to fucking believe anything they don't want to like, unless you're like trying to kill people or you're just horribly wrong or something like that. But I just I'm not in the act of trying to convince anybody of anything because I'm not even convinced of the things I got to say half the time. But I do like to think about a lot of different things. Oops, yeah, my phone. And I do 
love to just question stuff. I love to question reality. I love to question social issues, people, situations. Like you have to be able to question things. You've got to point a finger at things in society. It's the only way they get better. But I'm not going to pretend everything's sunshine and roses because like I said before, it's not. Things in life are not like that. And if everybody wants to live in their little bubble, in your bubble world where everything's perfect, then go ahead and live in it. But I'm going to live in reality where things are both good and bad and that there are people out there that need help and that are being abused by people in power and they are oppressing people. Like, there's a clear problem. Now, do I think that there are plenty of good police officers? For sure. But I do agree there are a lot of corrupt ones. Now, do I think there are a lot of fucking gangbangers shooting police? For sure. And do I agree with that? Fucking not. Definitely don't believe that. Anybody that's willing to murder somebody, whether you're a cop or a gangbanger, and you've murdered somebody and you've murdered them, then you know what you're fucking doing. Like, that's a human doing a human act. Like, you're murdering somebody. It doesn't matter if you're black, if you're a cop, if you're whatever your job is, your color. It doesn't matter. You're a murderer. Now, do I uh, want to plasticize that upon a whole group of people or uh, affiliations? No. Who would? You can't just say that, like, because one person did something, you know, all those people are like that. Because, you know, that's ridiculous. Now, I've met plenty of people or plenty of times where, like, I'm like, oh... That's not a good idea to talk to this person because they remind me of this person, you know, and they might be like that. And then you come to find out that, that person's awesome. And you had a complete misconception because of your own modeled, like, idea of, uh, I don't know, I just don't think, don't think things in life are so simple and that you can just organize things in drawers, especially people where this person's this, like this person, so they are this person. Because it's not like that. Everybody's a completely separate person. Two different police officers are completely separate people. Two different people uh, in a gang, or not, maybe a gang isn't the best. Yeah, that's still not, I'm not going to use a gang, that's a horrible. But just two separate other people, you know what I mean? Uh, citizens, you know, who decide to commit a crime or not are just people. And like, there's been cases like in the movie Cocaine Cowboys, you have an entire police department who's completely in on it and are all corrupt, even the chief, and they're selling drugs back to the people that they are then in turn arresting, so that way they're making money off the coke, and locking people up, and they got everything on like, there are situations of that, and that's all corrupt, and all morally fucked up, and all of them are fucked, and then they have cases where, you know, there used to be these guys that would ride around, shoot people, take their shit, and dump their car somewhere, like, these are real cases of abuse of power, but... Would I say, like, now police off? no police officer should have access to a gun or a vehicle. That's stupid. No, like, they should. Because of the, who the fuck, when something goes down, like, you're, don't act like you're not going to call Ghostbusters. Like, you're going to call 911 when shit goes down. Most, most people, when things really shit hits the fan, and you're like, you're shitting your pants. Like, I need somebody else. I need an adult. Like, you're probably going to call 911. Someone's breaking in your house. You don't have a way. Like, I don't know. They might not make it in time, probably. It takes, like, a while to show up. So you better have your own means of protecting yourself in the meantime or whatever. Everybody should. can't rely on them, but you should be able to call them. You shouldn't feel like because you're calling them, they're not going to show. Like, that's there for a reason. Now, the feeling of driving and getting pulled over for X, Y, Z reason. Like, I can get that. Like, I drive all the time. And I'm like, am I going to get pulled over for something stupid? I'm not even committing a crime. I just have, like, this thing in the back of my head where I feel like the police officer is making me feel like a criminal, but I'm not. Like, why do I feel like that? It's this weird psychological bullshit thing where, like, I'm being eyeballed by him in glasses. I have to look down at my speedometer. Like, am I going the speed limit? Am I a criminal? And it's just like, why is that in my brain? Like, why is there these weird social 
fucking constructive things of like, oh, fear of the situation. I could be behind bars. I can be locked up if I go five over. This is the, you know, nobody's going to lock you up for going five over. That's just stupid. But just the idea of fear behind like, oh, that officer. like, And like, I get it. Like, it's somebody that has the power of life or death over you. And it's up to their discretion and their bias. And there are situations and nobody is going to fucking counter me on this because I've read and done enough on this and heard first account tales from both people that were criminals, murderers, prostitutes. Like I did this for school. Like I listened to these people speak and I saw their interactions with the judicial system, the criminal justice system, all the judicial system. Wow. I hope somebody heard that one. It has nothing to do with the criminal justice, all well, kind of legislation and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, um... But regardless, what I'm saying, like, there are instances where police do use their power. Like, girls do get raped by police officers in their car. Like, instances where homeless girls get picked up, raped, and dropped off. And what is that homeless girl going to do about it? She's nobody to talk to, no one to run to. You can't go to the police because he is the police. Like, there are situations like that. Now, do I think every cop is going to rape a girl? No. That's that one guy. That one guy. But somebody gave that guy a badge. He got through. And that's the type of stuff that worries me. It's like... How do you prevent people like that that are predators, sexual predators, violent people, and, uh, I don't know, some other thing, you know, are corrupted, basically, from occupying a position of power? It's really hard to do, especially when they skate under the radar. We don't have the real resources to monitor these things, and it's just a very sticky issue. But, um, I'm at least able to fucking point a finger at it, and, um... Regardless of my finger pointing, I'm always pointing fingers at shit. But uh, I just think these are topics that need to be talked about because it's the only way to get solved. Now, am I solving anything by talking about these things during this podcast? Probably not. But I've at least started a dialogue and getting people to think about their own opinions about these topics. Because you may not agree with me. and That's okay because I'm not always right. But you might as well and it might have just gotten you to think about these things differently and that's all I'm trying to do. That's all I want to do in life is get people to really think about stuff that matters because like it does matter. You matter. Everybody matters. But like what are you doing? Like how are you helping people? Like what are you putting out there? Like it's easy to say that you know you want to make a difference but what are you doing? You know like how are you, how are you making a difference out there? And my difference I, uh, I want it to be my voice. I want to speak because I, uh, I know I'm passionate about this stuff. Um especially social issues. I love talking about social issues. But um, ultimately, like, I think that people just need to uh, find their voice. And that's something that took me fucking forever to do. Like, I couldn't just be doing this right now if I didn't have a good idea of, like, what I believed and what I'm grounded in. And not egoically, like, believe, like, oh, I believe this to the end. Because there's a lot of people who believe a lot of dumb shit. But what I'm saying is, like, when you've I've deciphered through my own fucking... And I'm still doing that. I'm not acting like I'm some fucking enlightened individual. Like, I'm not at all. Like, I, I'll be... That's why I'm in a body. That's why I'm here. It's because I'm not enlightened. Like, I'm learning how to do that. But along my path, you know, you see ignorance and you just want to slice it in half with the sort of truth. Like, I won't stand for that. No, I won't let you stay that. Because, you know, there's a lot of fools talking. There's a lot of ignorant people talking. And it's like, I'm tired of it. I am literally fucking tired of hearing... All these ignorant people speak, and then I just sit by and fucking, like, I have a voice. I have a fucking voice that I can use that can fucking blast through all that false ignorance because of my education or because of my experiences or because of my insight or whatever it is that I got to offer and I'm not doing it. Well, then I'm wasting my gifts. I'm wasting talent, so to speak. And um, why would I do that? Like, because it's not 
benefiting me. It's not benefiting the world. And here I am saying, you know, I want to change the world and make a difference. Well, it starts with you and your voice. And it can extend further to your actions and stuff. But for me, at least, like, I find that my voice is the best way to reach people or through this little... I don't know what I'm doing, but I do it. Um, I just like it because it's fun for me, you know. I... Um, I can kind of get outreach to people, get them thinking about things that are happening, because some people live in these small little fucking boxes, and they don't like to think about these things. They're like, eh, I don't, I don't want to think about that. Like, and I, I hate that thought when people are like, eh, I don't want to think about that. You know what I want? Me, I'm not that person. Like, hey, I do want to think about that. Like, what's up with that? Like, how do we fix that? Like, I'm that guy. Like, I, let's think about it. Well, let's get to the fucking bottom of the situation, because that's not a good idea for anyone to be like doing or like or being involved in or like this sucks for people let's fix it you know like i want to fix situations i don't want to fucking just be like yeah well um that pipe's leaking over there but um i'm hoping that if i don't look at it and don't acknowledge it it'll fix itself you know like, what do you think a plumber does he fucking gets in there and he's like oh, i got this pipe it fits here go take my wrench he has tools he has the fucking piece he needs then he takes his tools it was fucking you know, for me it'd be my voice and then the pipe would be the subject and i fit it fucking in there and it's like, nah, yeah yeah and i fucking do it up and i think any of you could do that you just gotta fucking use your voice and find where your tools and your assets fit into society and then just start fucking giving because you'll get back it's karma like as long as you're trying to do good things for people, you know, and, like, trying to put a good message out in the world, why wouldn't they? And uh, I guess my big closer here, because I've been talking for a while, I kind of want to uh, be done talking, because I've been ranting forever, uh, is uh, just go off and conquest, motherfuckers. Like, I love all of you, and all of you have the potential to do whatever the fuck you want. Like, literally, if you have a dream, go pursue it. If there's someone telling you that you can't do it, fuck them. That's what I have to say straight up. You can do whatever the fuck you want in life. And I believe in every one of you. If there's something out there you want, you owe it to yourself to go get it. You don't need to be told no. I mean, like, if you're trying to kill somebody or do something crazy or steal, like, uh, I'm not advocating anything like that. But if you're trying to achieve your dreams and you're trying to be successful and you want to do things in life that you're tired of watching other people living this fucking life, you're like, why isn't that me? Why am I not? Ugh. What are you doing to change your life? Like, what, what actions are you putting in? Because you can't just sit there and complain and not be doing different things. This is going insane. You're going in circles, doing the same thing over and over. If you want different things, you got to do different things. And, like, I'm a, I can speak from that. Like, I've been a shut-in lately. I got into a car accident not too long ago where I lost my vehicle, and it fucked with both my head, my money, like, everything, to the point where I've been fucking, like, shut-in. I've had to re, like, get confidence in myself, re-everything. Just speak psychologically, materially, job what everything got screwed over by that so you like literally need at times you're not always going to feel like hey i'm successful today or i'm motivated of course not life has ups and downs and at times you'll be she'll be taken from you and you'll never know when it'll just fucking happen or maybe you set up the perfect little galaxy you got your sun in the middle plants are revolving around it a fucking meteor comes in and fucking blows some shit up or like who knows like that is life, and that's a lesson too. Maybe your lesson is to learn that not everything stays the same or whatever. You can't control everything. We're all here to learn things. But if you decide that you're done learning and it's all over for you, you know, like I've learned it all. I don't need to be told. I've already figured it all out. Well, then good for you, I guess, because I don't think that's possible in one lifetime. If any, I think that life's way too infinite and eternal and just grand for any one finite mind to even think they could even begin to conceive of so uh good luck with that but i do believe that all of us have an infinite amount of room to grow and we can all do it you just have to have faith in yourself and in each other like 
it's one thing to just say like you know i have faith in myself but if you don't have faith in others then what are you doing all this for and that's one thing i realized you know i was very uh sitting here and telling people you know you can, you can do it man like you gotta i've been very uh motivated minded towards people but at the same time it can't just be about you it's got to be about other people too like you got to have faith that the things that you are doing are benefiting people in a good way and that they will learn to have that same faith in themselves as well as you to do what you need to do oh shit i'm running out of battery um yes yeah, so i guess i'm gonna cut this off regardless of uh some of the shit i've said everybody out there if there's anybody else watching still here with me do what you got to do today. Fucking make it out the rest of the day. Be a boss. Go hard. And just uh, find something you enjoy doing for an hour. Trust me. It really, really will make all the difference in your day. I am speaking from experience from someone who is constantly just working themselves and gets frustrated and just like, ah, angry because like, I feel like I never have free time and I'm constantly working on whether it's my side business or schoolwork or whatever it is. It's like, when does fun time come or when is, you know you got to create that time for yourself so that way you're not looking back, you know, like, what did I do this whole time? you got to live at the same time that you're working, too. So you got to work hard, but you got to have fun once in a while or else you're just going to be working hard all the time and you're going to be miserable. And then the people around you are not going to want to be around you because you're going to be miserable and you're going to be constantly irritated. So anyways, everybody, do your best, work hard, and uh, follow your dreams. The Conquest Podcast is officially 